This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This is ACC Nation with Will Ogenen and Jim Quist. Featuring ACC Sports News and interviews. Available on streaming radio, podcast, and YouTube. Welcome to ACC Nation. That's Will Ogenet. And I'm Jim Quist. It's good to be here with you. And I hope that you had a, a pleasant Memorial Day weekend. I know that you, Will, went off on a, a journey to, of all places, Fargo, and there's something that, that there's an allure to Fargo for you. You you have gone. This is more than your first trip. This is second, maybe third trip that you've taken to Fargo. Second. We went last year for the first time and we it and for to be for people to know, I live in the Twin Cities. So it's from where I live to Fargo's about a three and a half hour drive. And we'd never been there before. My wife and I just decided, hey, let's. Last year, we decided we wanted to go. We really didn't fit much into a, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we decided we'd come back again. And we went, did it for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And we we had a great time. We got to, we spent, you know, most of the day driving up, taking our time, stopped off at a couple of breweries in central Minnesota, northwest Minnesota, heading into Fargo. Um, got, obviously checked out some you know breweries in and around fargo uh you can't really see it but one of the uh Ice shirts the shirt i'm wearing is from a brewery that is uh a really low-key you know a gym of a brewery and and um right outside of fargo called Icewind brewing so shouts them they brewed some they had some fantastic beer we we're actually there on friday they had a, their third anniversary um on that that weekend so we we were able to go and we got we got some history and we went to a museum that's in the western part of Fargo that um, had a lot of cool exhibits just talking about, you know, the farming in North Dakota. And it also had some cool, like, original, like, cars from, like, the early 1900s on display, too. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, so, you know, that's the thing. America has got so much to offer. And, you know, yeah. right off the top of your head, you would you would probably not even consider Fargo as a, a destination. Mm-hmm. But... Obviously, it is. It's more than wood chippers. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. yeah if you uh, subtle reference, yeah. It's, I, it's a, yeah. If you if you've seen the the movie, you get it. But yeah, they have the the original one in the visitor center right there in Fargo. It was actually just a couple blocks from our hotel. <laughs> nice picture you sent along to us. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! Let's talk some sports here. The Atlantic Coast Conference is still rolling. And uh, pretty active with a lot of stuff uh, with spring sports still alive in baseball. So let's take a look at what's going on at NCAA, the uh, baseball championship. We have pretty much almost all the way through the regionals. We have basically one contest that's left here, and that's Duke and Coastal Carolina. They both have one loss each. Basically, whoever comes out of that moves on to the Super Regionals. But first and foremost, 
our first super regional, Wake Forest, the number one seed, takes on number 16, Alabama. Wake Forest is still absolutely on a tear. Can that last, Will? Jeez, man. <laughs> With the way they they hit in that regional, it's going to be hard. Be, everybody's going to be hard-pressed to top them. I mean, they beat... They opened up beating George Mason 12 nothing, and then turned around the next day beat Maryland 21 to 6 and then uh won the final game 15 to 1. I think that that 21 to 6 game that game ended at something like 1 in the morning because there were like rain delays and it was just a a, a mess down there in Winston Salem weather wise, but yeah, you know, they have they just crushed the baseball all weekend and they're going to, I mean, Alabama's going to definitely have their hands full in, you know, ACC versus SEC. It's ACC's oh, time to step up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Fun. It should be a fun game, um, you know, or games, actually, since they play several times. But uh, this is, um, <clears throat> that's the, that's the premier one. And as I mentioned, Duke and Coastal Carolina are playing as we speak. It, it may actually go into a double header. Uh, to to come up with the final solution here as to who moves on, um, I'll but, just yeah, I'll just tell you right now, Duke is up eight nothing in the bottom of the six. So barring a miracle, they're gonna they're going to advance. All right, here's the bad part about this: they are going to let's say let's say that it continues this way, they are going to advance to play number seven seed Virginia. So it's two ACC teams going up against each other. So, you know, um, we had all these ACC teams in here, and eventually, you know, you kind of you don't like to see other ACC teams eliminate each other in this process, but it happens. In this particular case, it's going to happen. Whether it's Virginia or Duke, we'll find out. Uh, the teams that have been eliminated so far, Boston College, which had a spectacular season there at the uh, a really good end run. Miami, which surprised me that they were eliminated, um, kind of stumbled there at the end, as did Clemson. Clemson eliminated. NC State out, and UNC also choked up on the bat there a little bit and eliminated. I, I thought for sure UNC was going to, to go ahead. I was watching... Let's see. I watched the uh, the U, the end of the UNC and Clemson game, and I would I just I I couldn't believe nothing was going the way of either team, and it just yeah. was like, oh man, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, that that game against Tennessee that went fourteen innings. That yeah. was just wow. What a game. I mean. You you can understand you know losing you know, losing a game like that and then coming to come back the next day to have to regroup after that and play you know a fresh team a Charlotte and they just yeah they they did not look very good and obviously ended up getting eliminated losing to Charlotte three to two in the in the eliminator game but Tennessee went on and and crushed Charlotte nine to two to ultimately move on but. Yeah, I was very disappointing because Clemson just struggled to hit throughout that yeah. entire throughout their regional and uh, you know North Carolina say they they got couldn't get past Iowa. They had to play them twice, lost five four and six five, couple one run games that easily could have gone their way, but just when they needed something clutch, they just couldn't do it. 
Yep. Sometimes it rolls that way. You, you, you will see, yeah, I mean, they were competitive. All these teams were very competitive. I mean, they wouldn't have been in, in, uh, NCAA uh, tournament if, if they hadn't been, but they were very, uh, competitive and it, it just, mm-hmm. you, you hate to see it kind of go out the way it, it, it went, but say la vie, you know, great teams there, yeah. all those teams, they had a great mm-hmm. season so far. So we'll see uh, and- the remaining teams, what they do. Yeah. But we but we're burying the lead here. You know the the best news of this All right, of this regional round? Vandy's gone. I know. <laughs> I Bye Whistler. I I knew I knew that that was going to be, you know, right there the the main course on your plate when we mm-hmm. when we get in, got into this conversation. I, I, every time I, I looked at it, when the first time I saw it on screen, because I wasn't watching that game, and I, I was like, really? Really? Oh, yeah. All right. So you're right. The Whistler, gone. Yeah. So. Yeah, nice. I saw. I would say I didn't get to see much of the games because I was in North Dakota over the weekend. But just see, see, finding out they lost. That was that was just the the best news I could have gotten out from the from the regionals. You don't have to worry about about him anymore this season, at least. Well, they, uh, there's uh, aren't there two guys who do that? I know there's one for sure, and he's like branded himself because I know I know I've okay. seen pictures of him in his truck and whatnot. There may be another person, but most importantly. They're silenced. Yes. Silence of the lambs. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's move on to softball. We're in the WCWS softball uh, arena now, and we're talking about uh, this is this is some serious action here. Florida State has made it all the way um, to a position where they can be in the championship. So this mm-hmm. is this is fun. If you're if um, even if you're not into softball, oh, I, and the action has been unreal. Uh, not only ACC teams, but everybody I've been watching. I was watching some some action uh, the other night, and uh, I was just like, I was mesmerized. The, the pitching, the hitting, the fielding, everything just seems at a higher level this year than it has been in quite a while. It was just staggering, the uh, – uh, I don't know. It was it was cool to watch. I you know, I, mm-hmm. I haven't seen much softball this season, but it was fun. A lot of fun. So uh yeah, the only thing you know, Oklahoma is inevitable. That's the, been the theme from the the softball tournament so far. Oh yeah. Uh, and they're they're killer. <laughs> yeah. They're just, won today a pretty a pretty good game against Stanford. They won 4 to 2 to advance to the championship game. So it's number three, Florida State, taking on number four, Tennessee. And if necessary, um, a second game, uh, mm-hmm. which would be uh, also going on while we're talking. So, yep. uh, and then, uh, as I said, the, the winner faces Oklahoma for the championship. So, yep. <clears throat> and as we're speaking, that. Florida State leads two to one. So, if they can hold on, they will move on to the championship, and that will be that will make for some great watching. Yeah, very cool. Uh, and best of luck. Hope they do. Hey, uh, some other sports going on that uh, you know we um, 
want to to mention uh, the NCAA Men's Golf Championship. Unfortunately, Georgia Tech fell to Florida there, but Georgia Tech had a nice run, ended up um, competing for the championship, came up short. Um, Men's Lacrosse Championship. This is an interesting one. Here's another ACC versus ACC. Notre Dame defeated Duke. And in the Women's Lacrosse Championship, uh, Boston College fell to Northwestern. So we had a lot of people in the championships, um, some coming up good and some coming up bad, uh, but having a spectacular season getting that far. The uh, Men's and Women's Outdoor Track and Field Championship for the NCAA is June 7th through 10th. Now, normally, uh, well, the last couple of years at least, it's been in the Pacific Northwest, and the weather is usually just sort of perfect for outdoor track and field action. This year, it's in Austin, Texas, and... It has been just a tad on the warm side, so it's going to have an impact on uh, the competitors. It's 120 people out of the ACC uh, are are going to the uh, the championship. So we'll see uh, how many people come out of that with with some sort of championship title, uh, gold medal uh, performance. So looking forward to that. That should be fun. Um, I like track and field for a variety of reasons. Hey, um, the College Football Hall of Fame, um, 24 candidates have been announced. They were announced today, which is a Monday. And we have the uh, uh, story and the link to the people who are um, uh, on that list. And there's a pretty extensive list. Some interesting people on there coming out of the uh, ACC. Now, I just want to make a point here. Some of these, uh, some of these players, these teams were not in the ACC at the time. However, they are now. So we're just recognizing the teams here um, as much as the players. But uh, like the coaching candidates, um, Larry Coker, Miami. He wasn't – Miami wasn't, I don't think – no, Coker was not coaching – Miami in the ACC. Ralph Ridgen at uh, Maryland was in the ACC at the time. He was a two-time ACC Coach of the Year. And um, he has uh, those two guys are coaching candidates. Some of the players that are on that list include Matt Cavanaugh, quarterback out of Pitt, uh, Ken Dorsey, quarterback out of Miami, Work done, a running back out of Florida State. Larry Fitzgerald, a wide receiver out of Pitt. Uh, let's see here. Herman Moore, a wide receiver out of UVA. Julius Peppers, a defensive end out of UNC. Michael Vick, a quarterback out of Virginia Tech. Um, and there's quite a few others on there as well. So check out that list. It's at accnation.net. And the entire list is, is there. You can uh, take a look and see some of the folks who are um, candidates for the College Football Hall of Fame for 2024. And the neat thing about that is that there's also an opportunity for you as an individual, if you're interested in doing this, um, in potentially voting for some of these people. So that's a good reason to, to take a look. 
So the uh, ACC has released their television schedule, at least the preliminary one. I would say this is pretty much the schedule unless things change throughout the season and something dramatic happens where a, a team comes out of nowhere. So <clears throat> some of the games here that are listed, which caught my my eye uh, on Friday, September 1st, um, that's Labor Day weekend, uh, Louisville and Georgia Tech at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. That's going to be on ESPN. So I think that um, that could be an interesting matchup considering the changes in coaching with both teams. Yeah, definitely. Um, a lot of people are seeing Louisville as a potential sleeper team this year just because of their schedule. But you're also, you know, first, you know, new coach, new quarterback, new system. Mm -hmm. This, if you're going to get a team, this is when you get them. And Georgia Tech has a little more. I mean, Brent Key co coached them, you know, towards the end of the season and obviously got the the head job. So he knows what he's doing. He, there's a, there is some turnover. They're going to have a new, you know, pretty much a new quarterback and, you know, some some pretty, you know, di different change in philosophy there. Um, be very curious to see how, how they go this season because, you know, we obviously knew it didn't work out with the previous regime. Yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> I'd say that. Uh, yeah, things things went pretty well there toward the end of the season. Uh, you could actually tell the players cared. I yeah yeah it 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 really was like day and night. Um, <clears throat> it's it's kind of sad, but I mean that's the reality of it. This game I think has potential. I and I, and mainly because I don't know. And everything I've I've seen written up about Virginia so far has has them at the bottom of the ACC. Um, I'm not totally buying that. Uh, I I realize that there's been a loss of some personnel, and I'm not really sure what's happening there. We're going to find out. We've got um, just as a reminder to everybody. We've got the ACC Nation football previews starting up here in just a, a couple of weeks. Um, let's see here. Uh, the 19th, that's when they start. And they're going to come fast and furious for just through all the way up until the kickoff. We're going to have just multiple football previews every week. Uh, we also will have uh, guests um uh, like pick six previews coming on uh, in front of all this yeah. to talk about uh, their thoughts on what's going on uh, with uh, the ACC and, and where they think that teams will, it will end up uh, a lot of other special guests that we're throwing in there this season. It's going to be a mishmash of, uh, of folks from different walks of life there to, to give us their thoughts on, what they think is going to happen in ACC football. So, yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, you know, we're, we're not far off from start of football season, just a couple of months. And, you know, we're going to be going through 14 different teams to, you know, get, get there, get, you know, the, the people who cover the teams who, who, who know far more than us, you know, a, a look at what, what to expect this season. And you talked about that opening game. Um, 
Yeah, it's going to be a very emotional game. Obviously, you know we we all know yeah. where we last left Virginia last season. Um, you know, with with what happened at the end of the season, there, there it's no tall. You know, it's going to be a tall order to get a um, to upset a top potentially top ten Tennessee team. But they are also starting a new quarterback who, from everything I heard, has a has a fastball uh, that that probably reminds me of Joan Duran here, the twins who can throw it up to, up to near 105 miles an hour. But uh, this is a very talented Tennessee team. Um, Virginia obviously have a new quarterback themselves. A lot, a lot of you know turnover in on both sides of the ball, and obviously. And as I mentioned, you know, there's a lot of emotion going to be coming into that game. So we'll right. see what they what they have in store for this season. So that game is going to be in Nashville. It'll be on ABC TV. So um, that's something that's a nooner, too, which, uh, you know, won't be an excuse for people to, to miss that one. Uh, another yeah. game on that same day, that's on Saturday, September 2nd. North Carolina and South Carolina in Charlotte. That's on ABC. So that's going to be a really good weekend of football because on sunday september 3rd then we've got lsu and florida state in orlando that's also on abc <laughs> that and, should be fun rematch oh, of yeah. last season and we all remember how that ended with the miss pat that gave fsu the win <laughs> i think that uh, both of those teams are significantly better than last year they're seasoned and mm -hmm. uh this may be a real shootout so, yep. Some people have LSU as an early playoff contender. Well, both teams as, as dark yeah. horse playoff contenders. We saw how FSU finished the season, uh, went you know, on a, on a bit winning streak and kind of got their act together towards the end of the season, um, carried that momentum into the bowl and, and a lot of, uh, a lot of hype for the spring. So here's a game that I think should not be overlooked um, when you immediately see it on paper or you mention it, people kind of roll their eyes and go, you know, and part of that is um, history, you know, uh, and I get it. But I'm telling you, you may not want to look past this game this season. Clemson is at Duke. That'll be on ESPN. That's on Monday, September the 4th. Duke's offense is is really good this season. Clemson's defense has gotten its stuff back together. But there's questions with both teams. Number one, Clemson's offense, we don't know. Duke's defense, oh, we don't know. So this could be a, a, a really interesting battle and early in the season. So don't overlook this game. Definitely. And just you talk about a new offensive coordinator at Clemson um, and we got a lot, you know, they're going to really revamp that offense, but it's the first game. How much, you know, can they, you know, will they have installed in week one? And, you know, Duke, obviously Riley Leonard is among the best quarterbacks in the league. He's definitely, he's not the best quarterback, but he's, he's probably second tier quarterback in the league. Um, going up against this Clemson defense, which should still be really good this year. Mm -hmm. The thing about Duke, I would concern about defense is they had a little bit of turnover luck last year, and that turnover luck's not necessarily repeatable. So if they so if they if they win this game, they're going to need turnovers, but they're also need going to need to uh, convert on offense. And I'm wondering also if they have the skill position 
players to do that. And obviously, as Jim mentioned a little bit ago, we'll we'll get into our football previews here soon to find all that out. Um, coming up on Saturday, September 9th, there's a, a slew of games here. Notre Dame at NC State. That's a nooner on ABC. Um, James Madison at Virginia. That's an in-state rivalry that I think ought to be played on a regular basis. A lot of people won't agree with me there, but, you know, they're right across the mountain from each other. That's the type of thing that can fill a stadium in a heartbeat. James Madison has proven itself to be very competitive. They've, you know, at one point defeated Virginia Tech. They were very highly ranked in the, you know, in the play that they were in prior to moving forward into the FBS. Um, This could be a really challenging game. Uh, obviously for Virginia. I don't know where JMU yeah. stands at this, at this moment. I'm going to have to yeah. talk to somebody that knows more about yeah. that. Yeah, and you can argue JMU's been the best football program in the Commonwealth the past couple of years. Maybe you can say Liberty, but you know JMU you know, won some national championships in football on the FCS level, moved up, and had a really strong first season last season. And, and this being Virginia's first home game since the tragedy. Again, I mentioned the emotion. I think it's going to be even more emotional um, would not would not surprise me if Virginia won that game, but right now, but it's no, it's going to be no give me. You're right about that, Jim. Um, another game: Texas A and M at Miami. That's on ABC. That that's got a lot of oh, potential. Uh, yeah, a lot of potential. But uh, you know, remember last game, last year, Texas A and M blew them out, and Miami's you know going to have a new offensive coordinator as well. You know, I'm curious to see if. If that change in offense is going to help Tyler Van Dyke, you know, you go back to towards his 2021 self, uh, A&M, we know they are very methodical on offense and, you know, they they have a great defense. So this is going to be a great, this is going to be a great slugfest matchup. Uh, next game, it's on ACC Network, uh, Appalachian State at North Carolina. It's always a battle. Uh, Appalachian State, Appy State is, is just is is just a thorn in everybody's side. They're a good football program. Um, and this is one of these games where North Carolina, and, and, I, and I think they know this, you can't take anything for granted when you play them. Definitely. And we've seen App State, you know, be a thorn in some team sides. Remember last year when these two teams played it, it was a missed two-point conversion that could have, I think, given – App State the win and I remember the score something like 63 61 or something yeah. like that I don't remember the score but it was really really high and you know App State's a pretty solid team and you cannot take them lightly it's gonna be fun to watch that game also Southern Miss at Florida State now uh, typically I, I wouldn't say that this is just one of those sneaky games so I'm, Let down I'm telling spot. you, keep, yeah, keep an eye on that game. We won't get into that. Cincinnati at Pitt. Now, I think this is a great matchup. I don't know mm-hmm. where Cincinnati stands at this moment, but Cincinnati's been growing. The Bearcats have developed a heck of a program there. Pittsburgh isn't as strong this year as they have been in the past. So this might there might be some parity here. Um, and they're not too far away from each other, so they're going to be filling the stadium. This is this is a really good game potential. So yeah, definitely, I agree. You know, Cincy now, and by the time this game kicks off, will be part of the Big Twelve. 
Uh, Pitt will have you know a new quarterback again, Phil Dracovic, assuming he stays healthy. But they have, they they continue to be you know load up on defense. So we'll we'll see if they can get the, the offense going in that game because that's that's going to be a tall t- test for them. Throwing this game in here because it is uh, a it's it's a rivalry game. It's always been a rivalry game. Virginia and North Carolina have always been a rivalry. They've been playing each other for 100-plus years. These two teams don't particularly like each other. They, they're very competitive against one another. Uh, ACC, uh, here we go, Virginia and Maryland. So I don't, you know, I don't know how that's going to play out. I don't know whether – I don't know where Maryland is this, this coming season. Mm-hmm. I know where Virginia is. But nonetheless, I think it's going to be a fun game. It's going to be on FS1, yeah. so hopefully you have a an package. old ACC rivalry. And yeah. like you said, they, <clears throat> these two fan bases do not like each other. And it's just for fun. You know, it's 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 fun from that standpoint. I think that's a – those are the types of rivalries that we should have more of. The, the Pitt and West Virginias, the Virginias and Maryland, stuff that's more regional – um, those games really generate a lot of interest, get people in the seats. Uh, here's another game. Uh, on September the 16th, Louisville and Indiana uh, Indiana in Indianapolis. That's going to be a fun game. Um, we'll see how they perform early on in the season before we make any judgments here. But yeah. this could be a, a very evenly matched game. So... Yeah, definitely. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what Indiana is. I really don't know much about them at this point, but I, I would, I would definitely lean Louisville in this game. But in this game being played in India, I wonder if it's being played at Lucas Oil. I don't have that in front of me, but I'm, I'm kind of curious. Mm, yeah, um, Minnesota at North Carolina. Yeah, game. Uh, <laughs> this that? one in Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill this this season. I believe they're doing a home and home. Uh, the other game being in Minneapolis. Then I'll. Try to go to that one if I can make it happen. Um, you know, the Gophers, you know, obviously I know a little bit about the team being here in the in the Twin Cities. You know, this is a team that they're going to have a new quarterback this year after Tanner Morgan was, God, he was in there since the late 1990s. I believe he was their starting quarterback. I think right around the time I graduated high school, he was, he started as quarterback for the Gophers, but yeah, uh, 20 years now they're there. They have, they had, they're actually going to have a little bit of a transition on offense. They lost some, some, some good talent. Um, Carolina will see if they have a new offensive coordinator. How much does that affect Drake may who is getting a lot of hype as a top five pick in the next in the next draft you know, defense needs to, really get its act together. They yep. have struggled the past few years. Um, they they really need to figure something out. Otherwise, the Gophers are going to run right over them. Yeah, yeah, and they will run right over you. Uh, Northwestern to Duke is always a good game, so we'll keep an eye on that. Virginia Tech at Rutgers. Um, I'm making the assumption that Tech's going to be a better team this year. I can't help but think they've got to be. Yeah, I have no idea what to think of Tech this year. I don't. I still don't love their quarterback play, but you know the skill positions are really going to make a decision. I don't think Rutgers is going to be that great either. So, yeah. I would say this game is definitely winnable for the Hokies. So that that should be fun to, to watch. Georgia Tech at Mississippi. Yeah, at Ole Miss. Yeah, good luck. But well, hey, you know, we'll see. Yeah, you, you never know. This is one of these. You know, oops, surprise, bit you. 
Pitt at West Virginia, which you mentioned a few moments ago. I love that backyard brawl. I, I hope they continue uh, this. I, this is yeah, just how such much a great fun game. was that game last season? Just awesome. Just it's how you, you we that was how the season kicked off. Was that just one of the most electric crowds I had seen? We had a friend of the show Corey Creasian on on um you know right after that talking about it. And I think his ears were still ringing a few days later. <laughs> Yeah, and this game right. being in Morgantown, I think I think the atmosphere will be just as electric. Yeah, the Morgantown crowd is is tough too. Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> telling you, that's, no doubt, that's like walking into a Philadelphia Eagles uh, game and being in the opponent. Uh, you might get out of there alive. Who knows? Um, and and some Vikings fans cases, uh, mm-hmm. knowing some of them, that that is that is a questionable feat. <laughs> Very. Um, also, some uh, some other games that are coming up here. Uh, there's a couple I've got marked here, but there's uh, more for myself, so I'm not going to share those. But Louisville at NC State on the 29th of September, I think he's has got a, a just awesome potential for being a slugfest. Oh, no doubt, especially if NC State's offense is going by then. Remember, they're running back the 2021 Virginia offense with Robert and I at OC, Garatouge as O-line coach, Brennan Armstrong at quarterback. Uh, we'll we'll get into it, you know, down the road with the skill positions because obviously we know we know how critical that is to that to that offense and if they have the the ability to do that this year. Um, we've got a couple other games that are I, again I've marked off here that I thought were going to be interesting: Syracuse at Tech, Wake Forest at Duke, Boston College at Syracuse. I think these are all going to be excellent games to watch especially if you're a fan of either one of those teams on Saturday, November 4th. Now this is where we get into a real, really a potential, um, just a barn burner. Uh, And I think every time these two teams meet, it's nothing but good for, for the fan bases of both Notre Dame at Clemson. That's going to be on ABC and they haven't determined the time yet because it will truly depend on where both of these teams are ranked at that point in the season. Uh, if they're, yep. you know, if they're ranked high, both of these teams, um, it, it will end up being the game of the week for ABC. And you know, <clears throat> yeah, and you know Clemson is going to be out for revenge after last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you bet. They'll be they'll be looking for some some blood in the water there. Um, the ACC football championship game will be on ABC and that is Saturday, December the 2nd to hear some of the bowl games that we can anticipate. A lot of these you're familiar with. There's only one change. Well, there's actually two changes here, but one of them, well, there might no two. Um, it's uh, the first is Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl on December 22nd. That will be on ESPN or depending on on how things work out and what the records are. It could be the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl, which will be on the 23rd on ABC. So the ACC I don't know if this is going to be an either or, or maybe both, depending on how other conferences do. Yeah, um, I mean, I was just going to say maybe it's a situation where if you know more ACC teams are bowl eligible, then you know they might get both. Uh, and they did very well last year, so 
you know, it's it's very possible. The military bowl is December 27th. Duke's Mayo Bowl is the 27th as well. Both of those games are on ESPN. Speaking of ESPN, on the 28th, it's the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Um, and then on also on the 28th on ESPN, um, the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. So now here's the uh, the change. The formal, formerly known as the Cheese It Bowl, is now the Pop Tarts Bowl, and that's on December twenty eighth. That's on ESPN. On the 29th on ESPN is the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Um, on the 29th on CBS, Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. On the thirtieth on ESPN, Capital One Orange Bowl, which is basically the pinnacle game for the ACC, um, and that is essentially the uh, team that is runner up in the overall, basically, um, yep. Yeah. And then on January first on ESPN two, the ReliQuest Bowl, and uh, the final, which is not, uh, they don't have this marked down as uh, what date and what time or even what network yet, but the SDCCU Holiday Bowl, which is a fairly new bowl for the ACC, that is out in San Diego. Um, it's put on by the San Diego Credit uh, Union. And, um, I, you know, they, they've had kind of a rough start because I think they kind of got started about the same time that COVID hit. And uh, so they're, they're trying to find their way through the, uh, the melee there to <clears throat> claim ground and claim a network and the whole nine yards. So I think they, they used to sponsor a different bowl, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was like the Poinsettia Bowl or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I think it was called the Poinsettia Bowl, something like that. But now they moved their the their holiday. sponsorship to the Holiday Bowl. So I don't yeah. I don't know what what became of the Poinsettia Bowl. We've we've it's probably like three bowls ago now. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, too many people had um, too many people had arguments over whether to call it Poinsettia or Poinsettia, and so they said, "No, we're not going to be in the middle of that. We'll just call it Holiday Bowl." <laughs> that was a stretch okay i i yeah. admit it um <clears throat> anyway as a look at a lot of sports that's going on across the acc and uh also affecting some of the ncaa a lot of great action going on and i encourage you to support as always the uh, the teams across the atlantic coast conference um, make sure that you watch men and women's sports on tv and wherever you can Get a hold of, of stuff. There's some great stuff out there that you don't want to miss. Because, um, you know, sooner or later what happens is then you're you're like me. You're, you're going through YouTube at 1 o'clock in the morning and there comes up a, a, a clip of a game or something that you missed and you go, I could have watched that. Um, so, yeah, watch it all. It's all good. It's right there. It's waiting for you. Take advantage of it. Hey, be sure to uh, subscribe to uh, our podcast. You can go to our website at accnation.net and subscribe. There's a nice, you just scroll down about three quarters of the way. And we have like a million ways that you sub uh, can subscribe to our podcast. That's right. One million uh, <laughs> ways. <laughs> oh, man. Whew. Um, boy, we're starting to show our age here, definitely. Um, <clears throat> anyway, um, 
So, like I said, we got a million ways to subscribe. Well, you threw me off there, Will. Um, and I'm not sorry. So, no, I, I didn't <laughs> think so. Not at all. Also, there's a, a several ways that you can also listen to us on streaming radio. And there's different content sometimes on the streaming radio side of things. So you might want to check that out because sometimes we'll have interviews that we don't have on our podcast over on streaming radio and vice versa. So um, the other thing is YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, thank you. If you have comments, be sure to leave them below. Doink, doink. And, you know, just punch the subscribe button. You know, whatever. Something. That's not really a punch. That's more like a tap. A tap. Okay. Tap the subscribe button. Punch that subscribe button. And, um, you know, give us a thumbs up on, on uh, the videos that you're watching. We appreciate it. And uh, hope that uh, you'll, you'll keep watching, listening. A uh, lot of great action, as I said. Will and I are going to be getting into the uh, football previews hot and heavy here. And I mean, <laughs> like crazy over the next couple of weeks. Um, and all the way up until the kickoff of ACC football, which is really getting close. Closer than you would ever think. We're under 100 days. That's right. And uh, I'm also looking forward to the NFL, too. So I'm kind of excited. All right. Until next time, my friends. Cheers. Order. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.